You do things your own way. You make things your own, just the way you like them. Your bank should do that for you, too. The Bank of Clark is the bank for that. From banking to lending to wealth management, when you need financial services built just for you, we're the bank for that. Find out what banking design just for you is all about. Call 1-800-650-8723. Visit your local Bank of Clark branch today or go to bankofclark.bank. That's bankofclark.bank. We're the bank for that. Member FDIC. Is your new year still falling flat? You are not alone. This year, millions will be diagnosed with low energy. But Planet Fitness has the cure. Boost your energy with tons of equipment in our clean and spacious clubs for $1 down and $10 a month. No commitment. Cancel any time. Deal ends January 31st. See Home Club for details. What's happening, y'all? It's Brad. Thanks for listening, sharing, and supporting our show. And I'm so proud to announce that we've got two new avenues for you to support. So check the show notes because there's two links in there. One is for SeekJesus.co. It's a faith-based apparel company, and we've got some awesome options to choose from. If you use the code HATNIN, you'll save 15% off your order. And any order $75 or greater, you'll get free shipping as well. The second link is for those of you that are thinking about starting a podcast, or maybe you have one, but you're looking to monetize it. You're on another distributor, whatever the case may be. We've been using Spreaker since day one. And what I love about Spreaker is that there's no secret tiers for you to reach to start making money. You can start earning from your very first episode. So check the links to get started. Thanks so much for the love. And let's start the show. All right. Y'all ready? I'm ready. All right. Ashley, do you remember do you remember how we begin these? I'm not gonna say nothing. <laughs> hey, I was just like, whoa, wait, make sure we get the flame that we get it. Man, I might have to go ahead and make that a cold open. Yo, what's happening with what's happening? Welcome to What's Happening. I'm Brad. I'm Fred. The show we talk about what's happening. What's happening with you, bro? Man, not much. Just been cleaning up my garage, man. Uh, for real, for real, trying to get some vehicles worked on. Things cleaned out for spring cleaning. Now, man, get some things situated. I've been chilling, working. I guess. I feel so. Same thing, man. Just working and um, taking care of everything. So, um. You know this, obviously, because you're a real person in real life. We're having this conversation with me. But for the listeners, we recording, we're recording this the day after Easter. And so I made the Easter dinner in its entirety yesterday. Oh, I come out. Your boy made some biscuits from scratch. Oh, name, name it wouldn't have let you come out the out the out the <laughs> can with him, huh? Name it. <laughs> How'd I do Jay Blue? Oh, for so <laughs> I, I made uh, I made uh, I made a ham. I made some greens. I picked them off the vine. I didn't use no glory greens either. You know, I'm coming. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I enjoyed them. I accidentally made them a little, little too spicy for my family, but I enjoyed them. But it was good, man. But yeah, man, I I'm tired, man. Been running back and forth, taking care of everything with what we got going on at the house and at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Been been working, been grinding, putting stuff together, <laughs> just trying to make it. Um say that again. How your lady doing COVID? She she doing good. She doing good. You know, she was 
you know, it, it mostly just knocked her out. She had mild symptoms, but I just gotta check on sis. I mean, I know we on the air, but hey, I ain't yeah. talking since the last time I asked was a few days ago. Man, yeah, we 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 Gucci over here, you know what I'm saying? I, I had the run point, but um it is what it is. So <laughs> <laughs> everybody don't get to see that. Everybody don't get to see that, but yeah. Um so we are bringing back a guest this week. So back at the end of December, we dropped our um our, our best holiday food, a best party food um, episode, and we had our uh, our our uh, our longtime friend and and baby sister. We call her Rookie Swag, and she don't like to be called Rookie Swag, even though we'd have known her for it's been ten years at this point. But you gonna always be Rookie Swag forever. So Ashley Tatum is back with us. How you doing, Ash? I'm doing pretty good. How you guys doing? We're good. We're good. So Easter. Easter was good. Yeah. Fred. Sure. Well, you already explained your Easter. That's true. I Fred, how was up. your Easter? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, my Easter was kind of different because we really didn't celebrate Easter. Mm-hmm. Only because y'all know it's always a birthday in my house. <laughs> so my daughter turned five yesterday on Easter. So, happy birthday. We were celebrating a birthday on Easter, you know what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. for the little one. Uh, You know, running it up for her. So, hey. Hey, question question I never thought of is nine of y'all in the house and it's 12 months in a year. What months do y'all not have a birthday in? January, May. July, August, December. So it's a lot of them just, <laughs> a lot of them doubled up. We have two doubled up. Um, Simone and Rena is okay. in February. And then oh, uh, yeah. Lonnie and Toraya is in September. All right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's almost i mean you kind of glad but you ain't because it's a rough ass month you know what i'm saying already with any other month that includes a birthday so when you got to double it up that's a little that's a little rough yeah man it, it get rough for me in the summer because um we got the oldest in june and then we got um i never say my kid's name on the show i got too many to be not name them we got nadia in june we got parker in july we got Kaylin in August, and then we got Jackson in September. Then we get a little break, and then here come criminal. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm in June, too. We don't even worry about it. Stephanie in December, we don't even worry about it. <laughs> Just... <laughs> she got to take Christmas. You got to take Father's Day. Call it what it is. <laughs> Going to get you a card and a cookie. Look, that, <laughs> it I'm is struggling it is. right now. I'm back to back. You got Isaiah in April. Yeah, April 1st. No, April April 1st. Oh, you're right. right. April 1st. And then Miles, he turns one May 3rd. And then we got that big gap. So we got Ella in August. But then my birthday is in September. Nope. Sorry, not gonna be able to do it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Steve. <laughs> and then Steve's in February. 
So I'm like, no, I'm broke. See, I'm I tired get, of it. I'm, I get a I'm little tired. lucky with Marge's birthday because her birthday's on Veterans Day every year. So restaurants is packed out. She <laughs> really want to sit and wait to go eat. It's kind of fucked up. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? But do you cook for her? Wait, wait, wait. I mean, wait. I can if she wants to, but... I can see Marge being petty, being like, hey, no disrespect, but, like, what about my service? This is my birthday. Thank me for my service. I gave you all these kids. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, can, I can hear my sister saying that right now. And, and she really would, but it, and it's really a hard day for me. And... kids <laughs> but uh it's really a hard day because my dad is a veteran mm. so he calls me every day for getting that you know what I'm saying that that's my lady's birthday every veteran's day he's calling like hey come ride the bikes with me and the vets you know so I just want my son to ride with me and I'm like can't Aww. you know what I'm saying like it's it's fucked up, but you know what I'm saying? Like, I gotta spend that day with her. So we either gotta get our nails done or whatever, you know what I'm saying? However we gotta go. Um, generally, I'm probably gonna cook at home and we, you know what I'm saying, the kids get a gift or whatnot, but sure. it's a little hard to definitely go out to eat or, or really do a whole lot for that part because, you know, the vets, you know, appreciate y'all. Thank y'all for your service. You know what I'm saying? Um, but that's their day. And mm-hmm. She falls on their day, you know what I'm saying? And I've never asked her, but I'm just waiting on her to just be like, hey, I'm going to just celebrate my birthday like the day after something, you know what I mean? But she ain't <laughs> never asked for it, so I'm not going to be the one to be like, hey, why don't we just, you know, push your birthday a day later because, you know, it's a hard day to do anything. One day I'm going to plan ahead like Will Smith, you know, three years in advance to see if it works for me, but... <laughs> <laughs> Well, listen, you know, the funny part about us all being <laughs> friends and knowing each other for so long is that we are so far off topic. I had the perfect segue and then we just kept going. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to pull it back a little bit. Ashley talked about, you know, her kids and she talked about uh, Ella. And so the reason why we have Ashley back here is because April is Autism Awareness Month. Am I saying that correctly? It's just called, it's not called anything else, just mm-hmm. Autism Awareness yeah. Month. Because I had never, I had never heard of that until, you know, at the beginning of the month when I started noticing you were sharing a lot about mm-hmm. it. And not only did I not know that April was Autism Awareness Month, or at least it just wasn't something I remembered, I didn't know that Ella had autism. Mm-hmm. So we brought Ashley back to talk about, you know, what what what's that's like, you know, having to raise a child with autism you know what's it like to go through what's it like to go through understanding hey you know what's happening here and what it's like you know being that mom being that parent in that situation Uh so that is why ashley's back we're not here to talk about food this time we're here to (laughs) you know it might come up though it might come up (laughs) it's gonna come up so i'll let you just you take take it from here yeah well, I mean, to be to be honest, I've never really heard about autism before Ella was born. Like, we'd hear it every now and then, but, like, 
and never really, I guess, done enough research on it. You know, it wasn't like a big topic, you know, until we go to the doctor and they say, well, she might have autism. And I'm like, what was that? You know, I've heard it in movies, you know, Rain Man, stuff like that. You know, I've heard of that, but like nothing really in depth, you know. So, you know, uh, Ella's turning three. So, I don't know. It's it, it's hard to describe autism because it's truly a spectrum. You know, there's there's no one kid that's, you know, the same as the other you know, with autism, you know, one could have one thing, one could have another, um, and what a lot of people don't know is it's a neurological disorder, and it's de a developmental disorder, so you're basically, we're talking about, you know, people, children, adults, uh, with, like, developmental delays, um, Ella is your normal two-year-old, you know? Who doesn't know what a terrible two is? Okay. And <laughs> <laughs> every day I'm like, man, I got to go through this again because the baby's just about to turn one. So here we go again. But anyways, so she's just a normal two-year-old. She just can't speak. So they call her nonverbal. You know? And it's honestly kind of hard when I got the diagnosis because automatically I'm thinking, well, because of this diagnosis, people are now going to treat my baby different. And I think that's the hardest part of the whole thing. It's not necessarily dealing with it. It's just knowing that because of the diagnosis, people are going to treat my, my child different, you know, throughout her whole life. And that's really the hardest part about it. Um, I mean... We go through the normal, normal two-year-old stuff. Like I said, uh, the only difference is she can't tell me verbally uh, what's wrong. You know, she can't say something's not right, mom. You know, she can't say, "Hey, I'm hungry," but she can still communicate that with me. She she understands how to communicate it. So that's that's. That's one thing I hate about the whole nonverbal label to it, you know, because they just think that she she can't talk to us, you know, but that's what sign language is for, you know, it's, I mean, think about how babies communicate with us. They cry when they need something, right? And you can always tell depending on what kind of cry, what they need plus extra cues and gestures, right? Um, it's, it's the same with her. 
you know she she can still communicate with us and i think that's another one of the kind of one of the hardest things about it too um but honestly other than that like she's a kid she's a normal kid i hate the i hurt hate the word normal but she's just a normal kid and the whole point of autism awareness is just to get people to understand that it is a disability at times it can definitely be a disability and no you can't just look at someone and say hey they have autism but it's there people need to understand what it is you know people need to understand how to get it diagnosed and just accept that they're they're normal people just like you and me it's just some can't do some things and some can do better things you know and i think that's um uh i mean other other than that i think that's really all it is to it i mean i i, I love that it's becoming like i, I don't want to say like a trend and stuff uh because like there's more people there's like even adults still getting they're getting diagnosed with autism you know uh, the, the the little signs that people are catching like communication problems you know pe people make fun of other people because they don't understand how to communicate and connect with people not realizing that they could have autism and again that's another that's another reason why that they got autism awareness month going on is to bring awareness to people that this, this i mean it's not necessarily i hate to even call it a disability but you know it's not like you know, I have to explain to people all the time that my child isn't rude because she's not talking. She just can't talk. And when I say that, people look at you and just kind of like judge you like it's my fault. As a parent, that's really hard. You know, I, I can't do anything about that, you know. But, you know, I'm still learning about it. Yeah. Um, go, go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead. No, I was going to say, um, so I don't, I know I've never had this conversation with you guys. And, uh -huh. um, you know, obviously not even in like a public format, but there was, um, there was a period a couple of years ago where, you know, we were thinking that Parker may be autistic mm -hmm. and we were going through the process of getting him screened for it and everything and um mm -hmm. you know ultimately it came down to um he was not diagnosed with, with autism mm -hmm. um but just that he had some you know some pretty severe anxiety mm -hmm. uh, i mean but a lot a lot of the whole things like you know struggling to communicate you know not being comfortable in certain settings 
things of that nature. It just, it seemed that way. And we were kind of sure just from, from just kind of our own basic like research and looking into it, mm-hmm. we were kind of like, okay, this is the path that we're walking down. We just get mm-hmm. ready to walk down this path. And, and you know, ended up not being that. But the, the point to for what you're saying is like he won't communicate or she won't communicate. Um, you do things your own way. You make things your own, just the way you like them. Your bank should do that for you too. The Bank of Clark is the bank for that. From banking to lending to wealth management, when you need financial services built just for you, we're the bank for that. Find out what banking design just for you is all about. Call 1-800-650-8723. Visit your local Bank of Clark branch today or go to bankofclark.bank. That's bankofclark.bank. We're the bank for that. Member FDIC. And you can't make her, you know, uh-huh. you know, Parker gets that way where he freezes up in, in certain scenarios. And again, he's not, he doesn't have autism. Um, uh-huh. You know, one thing that, you know, that we started to do uh, in my household is we pray every night before bed. Uh-huh. And, you know, it started off with um, repeat after daddy, right? Uh-huh. Yeah, I, I say a lie, you say it. I say a lie, you say it, right? Um, it then grew into, hey, tell me what you guys thank God for. Um, and everybody has their thing that they that they thank God for. And uh, Parker's line is so funny every night. It's, I, I thank God for my mommy and my daddy and my family. And that's all. That's what he says every single night. Um, and now, like, what, where it's growing is, is I'll say, hey, like, you guys want to be the leader. And what happens is, is that, like, I, well, this had been happening for a long time. But I'll, like, whisper in the ear to They'd be like, dear God, and then the rest of them repeat. So it's like I'm whispering in their ear, and then it goes from there. And what mm-hmm. I've really transitioned to over the last few months is, hey, you be the leader, right? And I tell all that building story to uh, get to the part where with Parker, and when I when I say Parker, you be the leader. Um, he'll he the first time I asked him to do it, he just froze. He mm-hmm. just could not do it, and this is. I, my, my wife works overnight, so this is me, his brother, and his sister that lives here. The oldest does not live here. So it's the same people that he spends every night with, <laughs> every night of his life, and he just couldn't do it. He just couldn't do it. Oh, right? I totally feel that. And, and, <laughs> and so, um, like, I'm just like, it's okay, buddy. We'll, we'll just wait for you. It's, it's all good. No pressure. Don't worry about it. Understanding that, like, he has that anxiety and that with him, I have to have a little bit more patience and give a little bit of extra encouragement that's, mm-hmm. from, the, that's different from my other children. Mm-hmm. And turns out he was just like freaking out because, um, and I shouldn't say freaking out, uh, but he was just like, he just kept stopping because he kept wanting to start his prayer with, I thank God for Instead of starting with dear God, the way that I taught them to start a prayer. And mm-hmm. he was just like, he was just, he was, you know, getting upset with himself. Like, I'm doing this wrong. I'm doing this wrong. The pressure's on. And it just mm-hmm. took me saying, hey, it's okay. You can pray to God, Herbie. You want to pray to God. Right. So all of that said to say is, is like, when people don't have that understanding, mm-hmm. that's when the judgments begin to come in. Yep. And it does start from even the point of being a two or three year old child in, mm-hmm. in Bella's case. Definitely. 
And it's funny that you brought that up because I completely relate with him with the anxiety because I'm in my 30s now. Oh my God. Woo. That hurt to say it. That hurts me to hear it. <laughs> that hurt. That hurt. <laughs> but I'm in my 30s and I'm still like that. Like, I still get stuck. Like, even when I come on here, like, I know I'm with y'all, but like, it's in my head. You're just like, oh man, like, here we go. Here go the lights. The camera's rolling. Oh God. And like, <laughs> I, I completely feel him. You just freeze. But that's how I've always been, just like that, since I've been little. And it's so hard to see in kids. And I'm so glad to hear that you're giving him or you have that much patience. Because to even know that someone has that much patience for you means a lot. And that's well, going to mean so much for him. And I don't want to seem like I'm like the heroic super dad. It, it, it took me some time to realize that like, I needed to be better, right? Mm -hmm. uh, a of few course. years, a, a few episodes back, yeah, I think we we talked about when we had our fatherhood episode. So it wasn't a few, but when we had our fatherhood episode, we talked about, um, or I talked about how with Jackson and with Caitlin, my relationship is significantly better with those two children versus with Parker and with Nadia. Nadia is the oldest child that lives in a separate house. Parker is the youngest boy. I didn't use names in that one, right? Mm -hmm. um, part of that, like me growing and realizing like what I've done wrong is he's different. Not, not, not better, not worse. He responds to things differently than the other children do. So and I think in that episode, I mentioned how, like, I'm consciously, like, trying to work towards having individual one-on-one -on -one relationships or grow the individual one-on-one -on -one relationships with each child is because that's me understanding, okay, he needs something different from me than what Jackson needs. He needs something different than what Nadia needs, so mm -hmm. on and so forth. So I don't want to make it seem like I'm like this. If, if you guys got the impression that I'm some sort of – for the No, no, not at all. No, I was just got some sort of impression that I'm like super dad, super understanding. No, I'd be struggling, and I'm I'm no, and but every parent struggles, and that's okay. Like no one's perfect, but I I was just saying like the patience is the key. Like so, both Ella and um Isaiah have to go to a neurologist every three months. Um, Isaiah was diagnosed with ADD and Ella with her autism and, um, she also has ADHD. <laughs> so fun in a two-year-old, by the way. <laughs> Golly. Yeah. My house, stay lit. 24-7. I can get my kids to bed every night at nine o'clock, though. And they sleep throughout the night. So I'm cool. So, <laughs> For so. I, I, got I got this handled. But no. Um, so we take them to a neurologist. 
and the neurologist says that because I have so I they both had um their appointments at the same time that's a really fun and a really small room with two hyperactive kids bouncing off the walls okay with a one-year-old in your lap don't do it won't recommend um, zero stars <laughs> he, says that, he says that patience is everything like you just have to learn so ultimately Ella pretty much taught me patience <laughs> for my nine-year-old okay mm. like it's I don't know it kind of worked backwards for me like <laughs> I was like okay hold on let me slow things down I had Ella, and that's when I started to slow things down. I had to slow down me, and I had to pay attention to each child individually, like you said, because each one is different. Each one needs something different. And Ella taught me to slow down, pay attention, have some patience, because there's just things that she's going to do that she can't help. But that's any kid. That's any person. But she has a little bit extra <laughs> that she literally cannot help. And she's dependent on me to be patient, slow it down, and make sure I pay attention to each one individually. Because each one's going to need something different, like you said. And that patience was everything. And he's just like, I'm shocked you're so patient. I'm like, I like, I can't be anything else. <laughs> I was like, ain't nothing else going to help the situation. I was like, me bouncing off the walls with him ain't going to help the situation. So, hey, listen look. to your kids. You got to listen to each one individually. So, look. The reason I feel Ella gave you the patience, the reason you feel like it was backwards is because you didn't know. We even went to school with kids with ADD, ADHD, and they normal, but they, you know what I mean? They, mm -hmm. They're a little wild, but they normal, you know what I mean? They just, some of the more energetic kids are the ones mm -hmm. that can't sit still. They just fly, so it's normal. You <laughs> know what I mean? So... To you, you know what I mean? You didn't have to slow down with him because you, you've interacted with people like him every day. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So when you got Ella and, you know what I'm saying, it's autism and you, you have to slow it down and have to learn a different thing. I tell my parents all the time, what each kid need from me, from, you know what I'm saying, the same parent, it'll never be the same. What you do for me to help me, it never, you know what I'm saying, work for my brother. It, it, it'll never be the case. You know what I'm saying? Because we're always going to be at different points in life. We're always going to need different things when we get to those points in life. And you never can play cookie cutter, you know what I'm saying, with us as people, but as well as kids. Right. So I, I'm pretty sure, you know, I haven't shared this, but do me one favor, rookie, and you know what I'm saying? When you say, you know what I'm saying, well, like she can't talk, just I, I would prefer if you referred to it as, you know what I'm saying, she just ain't speaking right now. 
Oh, yeah. And the only reason I say that is because I, I grew up in an era where you feel like autism is still, you know what I'm saying, need awareness and, and is, you know what I'm saying, kind of like a lot of people don't understand or is unaware of it. My little brother's autistic. You know what I mean? I don't know if I ever shared that with either one of you. Like you said, we go way back, but I don't think I have. Growing up, you know what I'm saying? I had to think differently, act differently. You know what I'm saying? I seen things differently. I think, you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of my fear, and I used to tell my friends and them in high school, like, listen, I got a brother that's autistic. The way I see y'all, you know what I'm saying? Interact and deal with, you know what I'm saying? Some of, you know what I'm saying? The mentally challenged kids. If it's my sibling, I'm telling you now, we're going to have some issues. I don't give a damn whose sibling it is, who family is coming about uh, about mine. Yep. It, it's going to be an issue. You know what I'm saying? Because I know how cruel, you know what I'm saying, kids was. But one thing I can say, we, we talk about these kids nowadays. But in the school setting, when it comes to, you know what I'm saying, the mentally handicapped and whatnot, they ain't as cruel as what they used to be back in our days. They actually interact and... and, and you know, do with them and, and, and keep them involved, you know what I'm saying, for the ones that's like that in school. And, I, and I, I'm thankful Absolutely. for that, you know what I'm saying? Yep. So it, it helps out. But with my brother, my brother, he uh, all the way up, because it's crazy, you know, you say she was two. Mm-hmm. Before my brother turned two, right after, my brother knew his ABCs, one, two, threes, he counted ten. And it was like right after he turned two, somebody hit him with the men in black brainwash thing and he yep. just forgot it all. Just stop. It's yep. just everything went out the window. And we couldn't figure out why. And we in an era where this ain't really prevalent, you know what I'm saying? Like not a lot of people's diagnosed with this. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm saying? Me and my brother's eight years apart. I'm born in 88, he born in 96. You know what I'm saying? So it, it wasn't a lot of people that was hip to this. And for me, being an eight-year-old kid, and the only thing I ever wanted was a sibling to get my brother who, you know what I'm saying, later we find out is autistic. It's a different way of interacting. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't communicate with him. He would sit there and hum to block everything out, you know what I'm saying, to be able to just be by himself. Now, now he can talk and interact he got a job at one point he was working two to three jobs you know what i'm saying he doing his thing but at the same time he can't you know drive but mm-hmm. i got friends here where i stay at in kentucky who kid is autistic and he can work and drive you know what i'm saying so i say say it to say that it's way more hope at the end of the tunnel you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. just just work with your baby and keep interacting. Oh, keep absolutely. Doing, you know what I mean? Because that's that's what builds it. One thing, my mom has worked with the mentally challenged all her life. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. one thing, when she sat in a seminar and they were learning about autism, you know, and it meant more to my mom, of course, because she has a son that's autistic. And 
you know, the way they categorized it and broke it down is kids is autistic is truly smarter than the average human being. Yep. The way their brain works is just different. So what happens is their brain works in a chronological order, almost like a, a computer or a laptop. You know, how if you put something in, it already alphabetizes it from one to three, you know what I'm saying? One to 10, it, it categorizes any and everything you put in. You know what I'm saying? It's in a set location, set. No matter what, if you're looking for something on a computer, if you got the right, you know what I'm saying, data, you can pinpoint straight to it. And that's exactly how, you know what I'm saying, someone who autistic is. So for my brother, for instance, you know what I'm saying, to make it relate and make sense, for him, he don't like things to change. Yep. He's used to a certain system, a certain way. So of course we know when we go in stores from time to time, planograms change. Mm-hmm. Well, that fucks with him. Yep. You see what I'm saying? Because if he's used to walking in and he's used to going to out, you know what I'm saying, G, you know what I'm saying, 14, and there's yogurt there, and he goes there today and there's chips because they've rearranged the, the store, the planogram. Now, you know what I'm saying, he's lost, he's confused. He, he started reacting differently because things aren't familiar anymore. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So uh, a lot of things is with familiarity, you know what I'm saying? Who, who they're comfortable with, what they're comfortable with, the things they're comfortable with because of the system that they built. You know, the routine that mm-hmm. they built. Some things will work like clockwork. Like if you tell my brother, you need to be here at three o'clock, he know he ain't driving. So whoever's giving him a ride, by two o'clock, he said, hey, I'm getting ready. 2.15, mm-hmm. hey, I'm ready. If 2.20 come, hey, remember I got to be there at three, we, we should be going. He, he going to let you know, I'm not trying to be late. Mm-hmm. Right. He's going to keep you on a schedule because that's yep. the way it's designed. So, you know, I, I, I say it to say, you know, you're right. Everybody should know about autism, you know, and, and the different spectrums. Um, I had a brother that was ADHD. Mm-hmm. He, I mean, he was talented. He could draw, he could rap, sing, you know what I'm saying, play ball. I mean, talented. But he was destructive. He he just, little stuff. I had a, a, a Michael Jordan uh, Olympic basketball card and a plaque with Michael Jordan name on it. And he pulls the card out and signs Michael Jordan's signature. I'm like, oh, I, I, I'm telling you, that's exactly his signature. Right. You just destroyed, you know what I'm saying? My stuff, like, right. For what? <laughs> like, <laughs> like you, you can't do Michael's signature. Ain't nobody dumb. You know what I'm saying? He got posters on his walls, and when he bored, he colored all the eyes in. Just little stuff. It, it didn't mean mm-hmm. nothing. But at the same time, if you told him, say, hey, I need you to go, you know what I'm saying? Grab something out the deep freezer. Then after that, I need you to clean your room, you know what I'm saying, and do the dishes. He's going to forget one to two out of the three. It's a Mm -hmm. guarantee. He just can't 
Yep. For, for him, it just it, he can't keep it in his head. You know what I'm saying? It, it, it yep. just, you know what I'm saying? Squirrel brain, I guess you want to say. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It, it wasn't like nothing was wrong. We took him to, to special classes. Like I, I used to watch, they have him on like a computer and he would have to get like the fish to swim to one side. And he, it had to use, you know what I'm saying? With him using his, his brain, but at the same time using the computer. Mm -hmm. And it would show where his focus was at if he could, you know what I'm saying, multitask the two to get it to swim across. And a lot of times he can't get it to swim across and he's struggling because his brain is jumping to different scenarios. Mm -hmm. You do things your own way. You make things your own, just the way you like them. Your bank should do that for you, too. The Bank of Clark is the bank for that. From banking to lending to wealth management, when you need financial services built just for you, we're the bank for that. Find out what banking designed just for you is all about. Call 1-800-650-8723. Visit your local Bank of Clark branch today or go to bankofclark.bank. That's bankofclark.bank. We're the bank for that. Member FDIC. Is your new year still falling flat? Do you avoid stairs with multiple steps? You are not alone. This year, millions will be diagnosed with low energy or low E, but there's a cure. Now through January 31st, join Planet Fitness for just $1 down, $10 a month, no commitment. With clean, spacious clubs and tons of equipment, you can boost your energy after just one workout. Leave low E behind and find your big fitness energy at Planet Fitness. Join in the free PF app for $1 down, $10 a month, cancel anytime. Deal ends Tuesday, January 31st. See Home Club for details. So, you know, my mom knew, like, okay, she couldn't treat us all the same. Mm -hmm. So for me, she was like, Fred, hey, go do this, this, and this. I was like, all right. She was like, hey, go, go do this. And then when you're done with that, come back to me. That way, it should take you about this amount of time. If you ain't came back around about this time, hey, hey, what you doing? You know what I'm saying? Because she's doing other things herself, you know what I'm saying, cooking, whatever. So she don't got time to just sit there and babysit us. But at the same time, she still got to make sure we're on task or we doing what she needs us to get done. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and she would literally give him instructions, one instruction at a time, and have him check back just so he could stay on task. When it came mm -hmm. to school work and stuff, when he'd be in school, you know what I'm saying? She would tell the teacher like, hey, he can't take all this at once. You know, you gotta kind of, if you're gonna hand out three sheets of paper, just give him one. <laughs> mm -hmm. you, you know what I mean? But it, it, that's, yep. what, that's what worked for him. You know what I'm yeah. saying? After he needed to be able to focus. So if he had three sheets, he gonna color and doodle on one, halfway do the work on the other like it's just <laughs> it, it's never gonna work out right you that. know what i'm saying so it is you know and, and i feel you on that subject where you you was like you know how you feel like other people look at your daughter or you know what I'm saying feel like because she can't speak it's on you you know what i'm saying and I mean, I don't think it's necessarily that, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's a blame to you, you know what I'm saying? Because whether people generally know the disability or 
the, you know, same mentality. Then at the same time, they once you explain or say something, they're kind of like, okay, you know, leave it alone. I think it's more on people like us who have to deal with it on a daily basis, just wanting our kid to be accepted more so. Mm-hmm. Our sibling to be accepted, you know, it is because, you know, I've watched my mom cry for di- many different scenarios and, I, and I'm not going to sit here and pretend, you know, and one of her biggest scenarios is the fact that after she gone, who going to take care of him like she did? That's my biggest worry. You You know what I'm saying? So when it comes down to situations like it, you know, and, and don't get me wrong, my mama got my brother prepared to where in a scenario of he can upkeep his own, you know what I'm saying, cook for himself to, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, survive and do, wash himself, you know what I'm saying, if he's supposed to be somewhere, he knows he got to take medicine, it, you know what I mean, he, he know how to do the necessities to live. Mm-hmm. But it's still the factor of uh, he likes to go see basketball game. Mm-hmm. He likes to watch the football game. Do he got to move out the comfort of his house that they left him because nobody's willing to stay or check on him and make sure? You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that come into play with that. One of the biggest things for me was when I dated a girl, like I tell him hardly, hey, listen, I got a brother with autism. If you can't deal with the fact that I might have to take care of him or he had, might have to move in or, you know what I'm saying, whatever the situation may be, I might be taking care of my mama and my brother at the same time. You need to go now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Before we get started. <laughs> ain't, ain't, no, ain't no point. Surely I like you, but I don't like you that much. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I mean... I know I might be asking a lot on the first day, but you know what? Yeah, no. I really know now and later. You know what I'm saying? Like, see, some, you know, what I'm saying sometimes that put the put the perspective on the table for a motherfucker. Like, oh, well, listen, right. I don't know if I was in it that deep just yet. <laughs> you, and you know what's funny is you mentioned or, uh, a few minutes ago, Fred. You said that you know, just wanting him to be, mom, just wanting your brother to be accepted, and then. Ashley, you mentioned uh, at the beginning how, you know, people, you know, once you get that label, so to speak, um, how people might treat Ella differently. Mm -hmm. And so it it makes me think back to, I remember there was a point we were living, um, we're just living in this house in Detroit and there was a kid who lived across the street from me. It was me and my sister in the house. And then the other, the house across the street had three kids that lived in it. And then the house immediately to the left had two kids in it. All of us, we we moved into that house in the summer. All of us would play together. Might be in my front yard, might be in my neighbor's uh, backyard. We had like this huge front yard. The neighbor had a huge backyard. We played with the one kid that lived a few houses down down the street. We played across the street, whatever. We all played together, right? Mm-hmm. But then as it turns out, when school started, and I never thought about this like this until literally now, having this conversation, when school started, 
he was and and forgive me i'm just going to use the language that was used because we didn't know better i'm nine years old at the time and this is the language that was used in the communities that we lived in he was retarded mm-hmm. right so um retarded meant that he got a ride to school in that short yellow bus whereas the rest of us walked to school because we were normal right um but what would happen is is that he would that bus would come by and i'm literally just thinking about this in the moment in real time as we're recording that bus would come by he would just wave the bus off and walk with us to school (laughs) but he was in a whole separate class and so like to me he was just uh, this kid that lived across the street that was cool we ended up only living in this house for one year he was a kid that lived across the street that was cool Mm-hmm. like whatever never really treated him never treated him differently but it was like i hung out with this kid for two or three months from whenever the point we moved into that house until school started because like i said we moved in in the summer hung out with this kid almost every day it was cool it was all good it was fun but then it was when we got to school it was he was the slow kid and that forever sat in the back of my head now, mm-hmm. I still hung out with the kid, whatever. Like, it didn't matter to me at all. Like, right. he was already my friend. It was already cool. But, like, I mean, and his younger brother and younger sister hung out with, with my younger sister. We all watched Power Rangers together, whatever. The the girl that lived next door, I think her name was Chantel, if I remember her, that correctly. She had a Halloween party. Her mama let her have a Halloween party. And we all was at their house in, in the house for the Halloween party. And, mm-hmm. like... So the point that I'm making is, is that, or I guess the point that I'm trying to make is, is that when you're a kid, you don't know better. Like you just see another kid and you're just trying to kick right. it is what it is. It's cool. My, my six year old son that has this, this high level of anxiety, him and his eight year old brother, best friends, best friends. They don't know nothing about like, whatever they, they understand mm-hmm. each other. And they kick it with each other all day, every day, mm-hmm. because they're best friends and they're brothers. Um, and it's not until the world comes out and puts these labels. And then we try to simplify things as well. And like I think about that now in retrospect, where um, we used to call kids retarded. And then eventually we realized that the term retarded was a little harsh. Right. And we would just call it slow. Right. Well, you're not the only one. I, I don't mean to interrupt you, but it you kept saying that I was on way to say something, but it's crazy because it's not just we as kids who thought about the word retarded. My mom used to work for a company called MMRD. And the R standard for retardation. And they end up changing it after like 10, 11 years of working there, um, I I think it was MMM, you know what I'm saying, D, or basically they took the R out and made it like mentally handicapped or mentally challenged, you know, and that's how they changed it. But it was, it was a worldwide thing. It wasn't just no, you know, kids making fun or using that word. This was something that was used in 
organizations, companies, even across trainings. Wow. That yeah. Was, that was the reference. It wasn't like it was just something that, you know, was a joke. The word was actually the reference. And, it, and it's crazy to think about it. But that's why I said, you know, I grew up in a time before mm -hmm. autism and different spectrums was really, you know what I'm saying, had light or, or showed anything. You know, I, I watched um because my brother played plays in it, um, and you would see it in commercials like in Jersey Mike's and whatnot, but the uh uh it's basically athletics for immensely Thompson. I can't even think Special of Olympics. It. Special Olympics. I watched that grow, you know what I'm saying? I was in high school when when they first came out with that in our area doing that and it was just really just baseball games and it went from baseball games you know they would make either t-ball or the the you know kid could actually swing the bat and hit a ball that was thrown they would throw it and, and make it you know saying like actual baseball but it was the dopest thing out you know what i mean like i, I kid you not i would go on sundays watch my brother you know what i'm saying and all their friends and and it was dope, you know what I'm saying, just to be there and watch it and cheer them on and, and watch them have a blast and see the smiles on their face was priceless. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And to watch how big it is today and across the nation is even, you know what I'm saying, better. You know, it was hell, I would say, maybe about seven years ago, seven, eight years ago, probably eight. Our uh, my alma mater made it to the state championship huh. for basketball. Well, not only did they make it to the state championship, the local Catholic school made it to the state championship. Not only did they make it to the championship, but our Special Olympics from our county made it to the state championship. And we literally, like, it was a big deal across the city, you know what I'm saying? Boosted it up, everybody went and supported from the Special Olympics all the way down to the Division One state school for each one of them games. And, and that was just a dope aspect to, to witness and watch, you know what I'm saying, from different side. Like, I, I've always been on, you know what I'm saying, this side my mom has worked with, eventually challenged all my life. She can't stand you know what I'm saying, the, the retard word, like she she snaps out about that the same way she do about, you know, crackhead and anything like that because she always said to me one of her famous things that somebody, brother, mother, sister, auntie, cousin, uncle, and you don't know who you offended when you're using words like that. Mm -hmm. so, so, Ashley, you... You, what were, what happened, you know, what, what was happening that, or well, you said you went to the doctor and the doctor said, you know, your baby might have autism. What, how did you, how did you feel in that moment in real time? Um, I was kind of confused, like, kind of like what I said earlier, like, I never really heard about it, like. I've heard it kind of like throughout the years, maybe once or twice, but like never in depth or anything like that. Like, 
and I just kind of sat there, and I'm like, well, okay, what does that mean? Like, <laughs> she gonna live? That's all I care about, you know? Like, <laughs> That's it, the it, number one like, go-to. <laughs> like, um, like, she gonna be alive, though, right? <laughs> and I was like, alright, well, I mean, she reassured me that they have tons of things these days um, to help children with autism, which was amazing relief. Like, I'm like, A, for me, is as long as I know that we understand and know what you have and we can help you, I'm fine. Like, as long as I got a healthy kid, that's fine. I'm fine with that. Let's let's do what we need to do. Let's get her into therapy. Let's start early intervention. Let's do this. And she was diagnosed at 18 months old. Wow. You know, before she hit two, which was amazing. Yeah. And it's came a long way. And what what helped us get a diagnosis was my own issues <laughs> basically with me being so like hyper aware and my attention to detail I just sit there and just watch my kids like I, I literally just observed them and then I noticed I picked up that she wasn't making eye contact all of a sudden she stopped responding to her name you know she 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 just like I mean, kind of like you said, Fred, like with your brother, like she she was responding to like us saying baba and stuff like that. She was babbling, forming forming those first words, and then it just stopped. Like something something happened and she just yep. stopped. And it's almost like we stopped all the way back before she even hit 18 months. It it, it was like it stopped and went in reverse. Like yep. she went back to like a nine month old, like a 10 month old. So now, I mean, it just, just as far as communication goes, I want to say not everything because the girl was walking by 10 months, you know, she was climbing stairs before she even hit one. She, she was able to walk downstairs before she even hit one by herself. The girl walk knows. down the stairs? Walk down the stairs. That's a she's, wild concept. <laughs> she's, I mean, she's turning three in August, but we have, um, we have like a, one of those hammock swings in her room that hang from the ceiling. And because she has um, what they call vestibular input, she has to constantly be moving. She, she needs to move her head. She needs to move pretty much everything. Like her body's just constantly telling her, you gotta move, you gotta move, you gotta move to feel satisfied. Like to just have all her sensory needs met, she has to keep moving. So we got this swing in her room Man, when I tell you, like, she's, like, a natural, like, gymnast and acrobat, like, 
this girl i i gotta show y'all videos and stuff of it but like she can make herself spin like a ballerina and she'll keep spinning on on her tiptoes in the swing she just gets the momentum and she like actually moves her body and forms her body to make herself go faster and you just see her in a room she's just going in a circle just like this she doesn't get dizzy and that's like the best thing in the world for her that's her decompression right there and like that's when she's like the happiest kid in the world and like just to see the smile and like hear that belly laugh that like genuine belly laugh come out of her man that's the best feeling in the world oh it's awesome but like yeah i mean your face. Yeah. Um, man oh <laughs> uh, i'd be i'd be laughing like crazy when i see it i love it between her and isaiah man <laughs> there's some pretty good kids i love my Definitely. kids i'll tell mm -hmm. you that they're they're each individually their own special little thing and i love it but no i mean going back to the original question i was once she told me that there's therapy that there's help that there's ways to get treatment and she'll be all right i'm like we're fine it's it's fine i was relieved i'm like all right i mean like through the whole process yeah it's a struggle you you get you get some little road bumps here and there but i mean that's life with a two-year-old too so i mean <laughs> i i wouldn't say that i'm worried about her you do things your own way. You make things your own, just the way you like them. Your bank should do that for you, too. The Bank of Clark is the bank for that. From banking to lending to wealth management, when you need financial services built just for you, we're the bank for that. Find out what banking designed just for you is all about. Call 1-800-650-8723. Visit your local Bank of Clark branch today or go to bankofclark.bank. That's bankofclark.bank. We're the bank for that. Member FDIC. At this point because i know that there's plenty of help out there but everyone just has to know how to use the resources the right way to find all this help there's people out there that haven't even gotten their kids into therapy and they're like eight you know and therapy can help them so much from communication to behavioral everything you know and that's like the most important thing about this awareness like most important thing because there's so many people out there either undiagnosed or even ones who are diagnosed and they don't even know what they're doing i could only imagine what i would be doing right now if pediatrician hadn't told me look there's like therapies for this you can do this this and this at home you're good, you're straight, treat her like a normal kid. You know, like, I'm good. You say you don't know what you, what you would do had the, you know, the doctor not told you that. Yeah, and I just think that, you know, this was 30 years ago, just a bad kid. Yep. I was thinking the exact same thing because once I realized, like, after she was diagnosed, 
I would sit down and I would go back and sit and think and like all these working in retail, you see some kids, okay? And then I, I sat there and I'm just like, I wonder how many of those kids I seen who were, who I thought were acting up and they just had something going on that they couldn't help, you know? And I'm just like, dang. I was like, well, I'm humbled now. <laughs> you know, like I was like, I it 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 definitely it it definitely makes you I, I don't know what I want to say, grow up, I guess. It makes you it's not growing up, it's, uh, you're, you're respect people. You're gonna respect people, but I think you're just enlightened. You know what yes. I mean? Like, like really, you know what I'm saying? You you're dumb to the fact what you don't know. Right. You, you, you know what I mean? Like that's that's just what it is. And and growing up in our era, if you you know, like you say, 30, I'm 33, you know, bro, the elder. But you <laughs> feeling <laughs> it. But you know what I'm saying? Like if you think about it. We grew up and, and went through school with kids that has never been diagnosed. These oh, for kids, sure. These mm -hmm. kids are raising kids undiagnosed. Yep. You know what I'm saying? So when you think of, you know what I'm saying, a situation like that or an era like that where it was before his time and, you know what I'm saying, like you saying, you know, your daughter was diagnosed at 18 months. That's dope because yes. you know what I'm saying. When my brother went through, they was unsure, and he was, you know, what I'm saying, definitely three. Mm -hmm. you, you know what I'm saying? The, the situation happened when he was right after two. He wasn't diagnosed until he was like three. They didn't have all what they got now. You know what I'm saying? Like right. it's this. It was a lot more trial and error. So when you look at it, you know, what I'm saying from where. It, it started to 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 where it came. You know, it, it's a blessing. The help that you got, the the, the you know, what I'm saying the, the different resources that you have, is amazing. If you think about just some of the people you went to school with that could have had just half the resources, absolutely. The yeah. difference it would have made. You know, the times that kids got you know canceled out because uh, well, he's. They're just a misfit. They're they're you know they're not gonna be when really it was just if we got them a little bit of help, they'd have been everything you know. What I'm saying mm -hmm. they could have they could have possibly been you right. know because like you said, there's I mean there's different levels to it. There's different scales to it. You know, Definitely. it's and, and I'm not gonna say it's all all figured out. You know, autism's one one thing about autism is. You can literally have from one end to another. Like, there's so much in between there that's not been figured out and whatnot, but thankful for what has been. Mm -hmm. You know, but I, I definitely would say, you know, it, it's not that we, I don't want to say we was judging folks, you know what I'm saying, but we, we didn't know. I, yeah, you know, definitely. You, like you said, when when they told you with your daughter, you said, "What's that?" Right. You, you know what I'm saying? And 
how, how can you say, you know what I'm saying, you know, you was judging somebody else when you just didn't know. Mm -hmm. and, and the people that was over them may not know either. Right. Because when you got a kid like that, you don't know how to handle them, how to treat them, how to go about it. Sometimes you just be like, hey, I'm just, hey it's you just learn right as here. you go. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean? It's, You're like, it's hey, all learn as you go. It's, I'm it's, like, all right. It's a good day today. <laughs> today is a rough one, you know what yep. I mean? But I, if I was to ask you anything, you know what I'm saying, I, I would want to know, you know, now that you do know, what is it that you would, you know, share with everybody that, you know, would help maybe say, hey, if you're unsure or you don't know, what what would be some signs to say, hey, go see, go get tested? You know what I mean? Like, because there might be some parents that hear this and, and have a kid that they like, look, I've been dealing with this, that, and third. Mm -hmm. And no matter what, you know, the teachers at school, because I, and I, matter of fact, I'm glad I just said that because my daughter, she probably has a light sign of ADHD or something to that nature, mm -hmm. but she was in third grade. I'm talking, showing the school sending me pictures. She under her desk playing with pencils and you know what I'm saying? They telling her mm -hmm. to get, get back up and do her work. She's like refusing, mm -hmm. but at home, she's not like this. Mm -hmm. She don't, she don't do none of this stuff. She don't act out like this, like something's not adding up. Right. So we wanted to get her tested. Mm -hmm. And I kid you not, the teacher told us, because to get her tested here in Kentucky, the teachers have to fill out, you know, a packet and you have yeah. to take it back to your doctor. And then your doctor uh, put in the, the order for the test. But basically if the teachers mm -hmm. don't feel that your child is, needs to be tested, you're not gonna get the help you need. Right. And the teacher specifically told me, I said, hey, listen, um, lady said she sent in the packets and we need y'all to fill them out so we can see what's going on because me coming in, I time I was working for Coca-Cola and I'm driving a semi and I'm pulling in, in my Coca-Cola rig, hopping out, going to, you know what I'm saying, basically chastise my daughter at the school, like, hey, you can't be showing out, acting out, da 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 because these folks calling me, I'm on my job, but yet they wouldn't let me get the help that I need. I'm like, I need you to fill out the packet, and the lady told me flat out, well, my son has been diagnosed with ADHD, and I don't like the medicine they give him, so I, I don't want to fill it out. Wow. I said, well, you know, ma'am, my mom. What they got to do with me? <laughs> yeah, you know, well, that, but my mom's worked with, you know, mentally challenged all my life and stuff. So at this point, you know, if a whooping ain't work, punishment ain't work, taking, you know what I'm saying, some of their favorite items and toys back didn't work. I, I'm out of options. Mm -hmm. I'm not finna just beat my child and I can't get help, you know what I'm saying, to figure out what's going right. on with my child. I'm not finna just keep taking stuff from them and screaming and yelling and, you know what I'm saying, put them on punishment for weeks and months at a time. 
but yet they still doing the same stuff when they go back to school that ain't working right i need help but how is it you gonna tell me that because you don't like the help they gave your child or that you let them give your child you won't let me seek the help i need for my child right that's so, like a lawsuit and a half to me brother right hey i'm gonna be honest with you i ain't understand you know lawsuits and that type of stuff at that time so i did what i felt was best for my child and i removed it from the school and i sent it to an entire different state you know what i'm saying with her grandmother and i knew that state would seek out some help you know what i'm saying if if it was asked because I know of a few children that they dealt with, you know what I'm saying, they sell. You know what I mean? And, and so that's I, I, that's what I did. I felt like that was the best option for my child. And for two years, my child lived with grandma. I got her for all the holidays we could. We went to what we could, recitals, whatnot, if we can make it down there for those. You know, we did what we could. But I felt like that was best. It got her to help, and I can tell you what, I got her back, you know, fifth grade year. It was rocky, but it wasn't nowhere near to what we came out of. And mm -hmm. we sent it to a different school. Sixth grade year this year, she had AB honor on student. There you go. You, you know what I'm saying? So the help, you know what I'm saying? And the, mm -hmm. the consistency and, and whatnot of just going through the process, putting her in a different school that challenged her and actually monitored and, and cared about it. You know what I'm saying? Because the whole difference was, you know, they figured out, you know, my daughter had some some type of reading deficiencies. And the thing was that they, they read it to her. She understood it. If she okay. had to read it herself, you know what I'm saying? For some reason, it didn't register the same. Yeah. Whether she did it out loud to herself. So, you know what I'm saying? They had to modify some certain things, but it kind of helped her. They got her reading level up. They got her math level up. You know what I mean? But it wasn't like they was just doing it for her because she comes back now and she reads just on her own. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about just knock down books like No Tomorrow. And, 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 she, and she just stays up on, you know, little things that she learned when she was down there. So I was like, well, mm -hmm. it had to be worth it. But for another teacher to tell me, you know, they're not going to give me the help. So what would be things that you would tell another person, you know, hey, go see and just see? Because, I mean, it might not right. be. Still, sometimes you might need to check because right. it might be something else. Well, I can't speak for everybody. Like you said, it's a spectrum. So what signs were for Ella were her eye contact. She had zero eye contact. She went from, you know, what baby doesn't look at you and smile and follow your face everywhere? You know, she went from doing that to no eye contact whatsoever. If she looked at you in your face, she'd turn away, walk away. So eye contact was a big thing for us. Um, and they noticed um, what they call stimming. Basically, it's like um, like a repetitive movement or a repetitive, like it could be vocal. It could be like making a sound or making a gesture, movement, anything. 
you know, it's just repetitive and it's to basically calm them down, you know, bring them back to normal. So what Ella does, one of her stems is hand flapping. So that was another sign. She, when she was too anxious or in a new place or too happy, she would just flap her hands back and forth like this. And she'd make like a, a long E sound and she would just keep doing it again and again and again. She'd stop, chill out, keep doing it again and again and again. She'd stop for a minute until she was finally just chill and happy. Um, let's see. Uh, for Ella, it was also her communication delay. So, like I said, she went from saying those baby sounds, the babbling, and then just cut off. It was like a switch just cut off. And, like, communication, gone. So... She wasn't, she's, um, like I said, she's turning three in August. She's still not, um, saying anything yet. Yet. Um, which honestly is a blessing on my part because have y'all heard a two-year-old little girl? <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm, I'm living it up over here. I'm like, it's okay, girl. You take your time. <laughs> I'm like, come back when you like five. That's fine. But other, <laughs> other than that, um, those were the signs for Ella. And that was at 18 months, like I said. So uh, uh, I follow a, um, an autism, uh, basically, um, it's like a fundraiser and, or a charity group, basically, um, where they're they're really trying to push to have people know how to spot the signs of autism by three and like that's like the ultimate goal because it's there you just got to pay attention to your kid just i mean just just pay attention to them from they come out all the way up even now you know just pay attention to your kid and you know since it's a spectrum, every sign's going to be different. So, I mean, you don't really know. It's all unpredictable. But those are the pretty common signs that they found in Ella. Yeah, I would say, you know, on top of that, you know, if something don't feel, if something don't seem right with your baby, trust your instincts, no right. matter what. Um, Question everything. You know, I, I mean, and going back to my situation, like I said, my, my son just has the, the anxiety. But, you know, with me, with my ripping and running, you know, I wasn't necessarily paying attention to the signs. But the wife was just like, mm. I knew he was developing a little. He was coming on a little slower than, than the others. But it was just like, mm -hmm. hmm, what's happening here? Mm -hmm. Um, and, and a big it, it part was, of you wants to say that, I'm sorry, a big part of you just wants to say, like, well, every kid's different. You know, every kid's different. It's okay. Yeah. But then you still got that worry, like you said, in the back of your head, like. Yeah. But like I said, it was mostly, <laughs> it was mostly the wife that was just like, you know, this is not right. And like I said, ultimately, you know, you know, he, he wasn't diagnosed as, as autistic, but, you know, nonetheless, mm -hmm. 
you know, it was her going for it that, mm -hmm. you know, got us led in the right direction uh, that we did learn that, you know, it's just, it's this anxiety. And it was her going through that that made me say, let me step back and let me be a little bit more understanding. Um, and like I said, it's something I'm working on. I'm not by no means a perfect, I am by no means a perfect man, a perfect father, you know, none of that. Nobody is. <laughs> at all, at all. Um, Ashley, I appreciate you coming through. This was, uh, this was dope. Appreciate you coming through again, I should say. Appreciate you having me again. Where can people find you? Shh. Man. Nowhere online anymore. <laughs> I got kids. <laughs> I barely check my email. <laughs> oh no, I'm serious. I I don't remember my handles or anything anymore. Like I'll, it's been so long. I'll find your Instagram and I'll put it in there. Sure. <laughs> Send it to me too, because I don't know it. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all know what to do. Uh, leave us a five-star review and a rating. Uh, five-star rating and a review. Uh, follow us on our socials. You can find everything in the show notes. Love is a bird. So tell a friend about us. Tell a bunch of friends about us if you like what we do so we can continue to grow the show. And we will be back next week. Peace. You do things your own way. You make things your own, just the way you like them. Your bank should do that for you, too. The Bank of Clark is the bank for that. From banking to lending to wealth management, when you need financial services built just for you, we're the bank for that. Find out what banking design just for you is all about. Call 1-800-650-8723. Visit your local Bank of Clark branch today or go to bankofclark.bank. That's bankofclark.bank. We're the bank for that. Member FDIC.